Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Welcome to the Rapid Review Podcast here on hawkfanatic.com. I am Rob Howe, joined by Pat Hardy from Hawk Fanatic. Um, I don't know if I'm going to run video with this. You're wearing a dirty hat and I'm drinking beer, so. Um, I had we... beer, but I'm done. I ate, now I'm <laughs> stuffed and tired. Yeah, I was Drinking out of salmon. High... Just so people are... are kind of pat watched the game from his house tonight i for the first half of the game i was at liberty high school shooting photos tonight for your prep sports in the cedar rapids gazette but i listened to gary and uh podolak on the radio so if i say something more stupid than i normally say um it's because i didn't see the first half and i'll watch it tomorrow but i did watch the second half which was it was one of those games, Pat, where you're watching the second half saying, I got to watch this because it's Iowa, but this is ridiculous. I'm sure Fox didn't appreciate the second half. I'm sure. I mean, did you see the stadium? The students left at halftime. They're just well, like, OK, enough. Fox did the Gene Wilder, who, the Gene Wilder thing. He did, did Gene Wilder trivia. They did like a, I saw that. It's just that's how bad it got. I looked up and there was 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter and the game just needed to end. But to me, and what I just wrote was this game said a lot about both teams. Don't you agree about Iowa's pretty good. And Maryland is still dysfunctional. They just don't handle adversity very well. And when a physical team beats on them, they don't usually respond very well. The ride receiver that hurt, but you know, Rob, one player wasn't going to make a difference in this game tonight. No. And it changed the momentum so early in the game that it wasn't, it wasn't like Maryland was up by two or three touchdowns and that changed things. I mean, it was still whatever it was at that game, seven, seven to three at that point, I guess, when he got hurt. Yep. Early in the second quarter. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think if you're a team that's going to come out and, th you know, throw six picks and, and, you know, play sloppy football against Iowa, you're going to lose. I mean, you, if you don't play clean football against Iowa, you really have no chance. Two huge false starts in the first half, first quarter that were really costly, just momentum killers. They were lucky they didn't get a late hit on Petrus. And then Tagavaloa also had a big overthrow with a wide open receiver early. They just didn't, they just didn't handle the moment very well. And they just didn't. Iowa did. I think Petrus is getting better. But you saw tonight, you didn't see much in the second half because the game was over, but 
when Iowa can run the ball, the game becomes so much easier for them. And we saw that tonight. Maryland just wasn't very physical once the game wore on. And the injury seemed to just suck the life out of them. But you got to overcome the injury of one player. No question. And on the subject of Petrus, I looked up an old tweet that I had. And, and this is research I did. This is not official research. But I went back to 1971 when they started playing 11 games in a season and I looked at which quarterbacks had won the most games in a row. Starting quarterback, mm-hmm. started the game. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Stanzi has the most. He had 13 from 08 to 09. Then Bethard had, had, had the 12. Petrus has 11. And now Petrus with 11. Chuck That's Long 11, had, right? Yep. Chuck Long had nine. Brad Banks had nine. Drew Tate had nine. Hartlieb had six. Chuck Hartley yeah. had six. Now, the difference is all those quarterbacks you named had a much bigger role stat-wise in those winning streaks. But, you know, Spencer's numbers are starting to come up, though. He's now – what was he tonight? Do we know? Do we have the final stats? Yeah, let me see. That, I, of course, yeah, the 67-yarder to Goodson helps. Yeah, um, Iowa hasn't sent them yet. I don't know what those guys are doing out there. Probably trying to get the heck out of town. I think they are, but I do think he had over 200 again tonight, and he easily could have, but they, he didn't even play much in the fourth quarter. He's getting better. That's what I would say. He's getting better. Yeah, and I think he does have an understanding of what he needs to do to help this team win, that he doesn't have to be a world beater by any means. Maybe he does down the road. Maybe, you know. At some point he might. Yeah. I thought that might be tonight, but it just it I never got too. to that point. But I did pick Iowa to win by 14, but it was mostly because I just didn't trust Maryland, and my suspicion came true. They just did not handle the moment very well. They dysfunctional. They just looked – They at times they didn't look very well coached. They just – Iowa just looked so much more locked in and ready to play. Business yeah. trip. It was a business, you always hear Kirk call it a business trip. Undisciplined. And they played poorly there in 2014. They were yeah. – that, that game pissed him off as much as any game I think that he's coached. Weren't they ahead 14 to three in that game, something like that? And they just, no, Maryland did have some good players, but no, Iowa. But that shows you, though, Rob, that 14 team wasn't that good. They didn't turn out to be that good. This team, I think, has a chance to be like a a 12 or a nine team. I think we're seeing signs of it. And the schedule is not real hard. Trying to get these stats up, man. It's like, yeah, okay, here's the box score. Petrus finished. Um, 21 of 30 for 259 and three touchdowns and no interceptions. That's if you could do that every game, you'd, you'd be all Big Ten. Goodson, 19 of six, 19, 66 yards, three and a half a carry. Kelly Martin, eight for Kelly. 62. Yeah, I'm you know, they're showing a lot of faith in Ivory. I mean, we've seen Kurt give up on running backs with ball security issues, but Ivory, I think, has earned a lot of trust and. Um, it, I, he's a big part of this offense and they showed it again tonight. And I like the fact that the coaches have stuck with him because fumbles are costly. Goodson had two catches for 85, Laporta five catches for 49, Charlie Jones, three for 44, Arlen Bruce, six for 43. We found the new, uh, bubble screen guy. He's good. At that. You know, <laughs> he's short and shifty, short and shifty. And he and Keegan Johnson, I think are a nice compliment. They're, they're, they're different styles. No, this is 5-0. and oh. This Next week's going to be fun. I think they're going to beat Penn State, don't you? Yes. I hope Penn State beats Indiana tomorrow. Not that I care I who, too. you know, I don't have a – I know what you horse. mean. You'll set the stage. Yeah. Then you'll have – I mean, I, 
I wonder how much, and I, I don't know how much goes into this, but I wonder how much motivation maybe Iowa felt when Penn State jumped them in the AP rankings this week. Because um, Iowa really didn't do if anything. They, if they felt any, they wouldn't tell us. No. You know, and maybe they did, but I just think this team is locked in, unified, and I think the players feel more empowered now, and you're seeing it with how they're playing on the field. They're just playing – they're playing good football right now. The defense is solid. Maryland had that one nice drive. They made some adjustments. You saw tonight they did a lot more of the – what are you, the cash. Merriweather was in a lot more than Jacobs tonight. They're versatile on defense. And if the running game can do anything and Petrus can keep getting better, who knows? This could be a fun year. And Charlie Jones, again, he set early in that game when yep. they needed a return. He he delivered. I don't know why they people keep kicking to that kid. No, he's big. I mean, their special teams are good. Shootak's now eight of nine in field goals. And Torrey is Torrey. No, they've got strong special teams and good defense. And now it's just if the offense can keep progressing, this, like I said, this could be a real fun season. And this is some of the best coaching Kirk's done under the circumstances because They've gone through a lot. I mean, this program has been through a lot, and some of it hasn't been good. Some of it's been embarrassing and costly, but right now this team is playing really good football. And I think what what I would say about that is what the, the racial issues they had to address last summer, I think mm -hmm. you can look at, you know, the committees that Kirk has formed and, and you know, the advice he's taken and all that stuff. You can tell the players in the program are happier, and mm -hmm. I think that's a factor in playing better football. I think you hold oh, them back when, when you yeah. – the, the way things were. You don't play this well if you're not unified, and if the players don't feel empowered, and that's, that's what I'm seeing right now. I'm just seeing a team with really good veteran leadership. This game, they just really pounced on Maryland. Maryland got vulnerable when they lost their star player. Iowa showed no mercy. Let's get out of here with a win and I they're 58 and 21 since the start of the 2015 season. That's pretty impressive. 429 yards, total offense, 25 first downs, 145 rushing on 42 attempts. That's okay. Yep. It's not great, but it's good for Iowa. Maryland, 10 penalties for 86, seven turnovers, seven in the first half. I mean, this game was over at halftime. I mean, the second half was really nothing. But I give Iowa credit. They came right out and scored again. They didn't let up. Iowa's time of possession, 39 minutes, 10 seconds. Maryland had it 20 minutes and 50 seconds. And now they got I, – I, do you think he gives them tomorrow off? Or no, then they don't probably take it off. But I – Yeah, they have they tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, they somebody, do have tomorrow Who did we interview the other day? Somebody mentioned it, that, you know, the only shift is we shift from having – what, what's their normal day off? Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. They just shift the day off okay. from Thursday they to Saturday. Okay. So, yeah, now they have a day to kind of just relax and just be really pleased and proud of what they've accomplished so far. And they can watch other teams around the country and get an idea of what – I mean, there's no – I mean, people may say, you know, just they got to win the division, they got to win the Big Ten, they got to get to the college football playoff – we can all talk about that shit, but they don't really need to think about that. They just, I mean, just week to week. And well, they had to be five and oh before they could do any of that stuff you just said. And now they're, they're five and oh. Uh, Tonga Vailoa was 16 of 29 for 157. He averaged 5.4 yards per completion. Yeah, I was not um, impressed. Like I said, he had a critical. 
he had a critical overthrow when they had a little bit of momentum that just killed the drive. And then like two false starts, it was just sloppy from just sloppy from the beginning. I forgot that Dan Enos is their offensive coordinator, former Michigan state quarterback, central Michigan head coach. Remember he beat Iowa in 2012, 32 to 31. That Iowa team ended up finishing four and eight. Uh, I'm trying to see if any other relevant statistics here. Uh, How many tackles did Campbell have? Does it uh, say? Is there any? Yeah, this. Well, they didn't even play much in the fourth quarter. No, and I had, you know, I saw on Twitter people were saying, get the starters out, get the starters out. You have to get to a certain point. I mean, that game was over. We all knew it was over, but you still have to. Make sure, I mean, because if you do something screwy and, you know, end up losing that game, um, then people will be bitching at you for taking the starters out too early. It's hard to, I mean, it's not black and white to figure out when to take everybody out. Yeah. Well, they did take them out early in the fourth quarter. I mean, Padilla yeah. played most of the fourth quarter, so that's that's pretty good for Kirk. No, this went about as well. I didn't see any injuries, did you? I did not. Iowa? No, so this went about as well as it could. You couldn't have really scripted it any better for Iowa. So, and like I said, next week the stadium is going to be sold out. It's going to be an interesting game. It's, it's. I I look forward to seeing what Iowa can do. I mean, I don't think I don't think this is a great Penn State team. I need to see more. I don't I don't think there's a great team in the Big Ten this year right now. To be honest with you. No, and I think you look at it. Ohio State's offense is elite. I think. You look at Penn State's defense is really good. Iowa's defense is really good. I think Wisconsin's defense is really good. Oh, I but do. Their yeah, offense, Wisconsin's defense is really good. Their offense is a mess. It's almost like can Ohio State figure things out enough defensively and can those other teams improve enough offensively? And then where does that all shake out? And I probably yeah. should mention Michigan State and Michigan too because they've played well to this point, but I still have – it's still a little suspect of both of those teams to this point, but probably more Michigan well, yeah, than Michigan State. Well, I'm suspect. I think Michigan State could go on right now and have an eight and four season, but I'm still not 10 and two, 11 and one. I'm not ready to go there yet. Michigan, the fact that they can run the ball, but they had Rutgers almost beat them at home. I mean, like I said, I don't think there's a great team. Ohio State's lost a couple linebackers. One didn't one quit the team, and yeah. another entered the portal. And they're, they've got some issues on defense. And so this might be the year Michigan beats them. And this might be the year where there's enough parity to where Iowa could. I mean, it's been 17 years since Iowa won a Big Ten title. It's long overdue. I mean, I think it's nothing against Kirk, but it's time to win it. I mean, Hayden won three. Everyone three in nine years. It's time for Kirk to win that third Big Ten title. And this might be his best chance. You watched the game more than I did, obviously, tonight, particularly in the first half. I know the offensive line was a topic of discussion just the inconsistencies there how did you feel like they played in that first half better there's still times though where they look a couple good on a couple of runs but then they'll hand that stretch play and next thing you know Goodson's getting hit for a three-yard loss they still have a lot of plays where like one guy breaks down and it just causes the machine to break down but better they were getting a surge and I think part of it is just I just Maryland's defensive line did not really impress me it just seemed like there was a lot of space to run and Goodson, you give him a little space, he can make something out of it. But, yeah, no, I, I thought it did okay. I thought everything on offense was okay. Nothing was spectacular, but I thought – it's funny you say that about a 51-point game too, but this – a lot of those points had a lot to do with Maryland just kind of handing, handing it to Iowa, and Iowa took advantage. Good teams take advantage of other teams' problems, and that's what Iowa did. 
Yeah, and I, um, Ed Podolak mentioned this on the radio, and you kind of spoke to it a little bit earlier. I don't think Maryland had faced anything close to the physicality that Iowa brought. No. And I, it just seemed like nope. they kind of wilted to, under that. And that's what they do. And then they get emotional. And then, you know, the, there was one where I thought they should have gotten hit for a uh, late hit on the quarterback. I mean, it, where they hit Peters right in like the midsection. It was a blatant late hit. And for some reason, they didn't call it. But they just like seven penalties in the first half, three interceptions. You're not going to beat anybody doing that. I mean, you're just not. Especially a Big Ten opponent. Tracy um, had another drop in the first half. Did I hear that? I th- thought I heard that on the. I radio. did not. I don't remember seeing that, but I, I could have missed it. They did give him another. He did score another touchdown on yeah. a run, and I think that's important. But no, they still have not figured out how to get him open this year. That's one of the things that's still hanging out there because I still think they're going to need him at some stage. And it almost Keegan, seems like Arlen Bruce is playing the role that he used to play. Yeah, and Keegan Johnson did not have a catch tonight. Did he play no. much? Not near as much as Arlen Bruce, but I think they saw, thought that Arlen had a role with this defense. They did a lot of stuff in the slot, a lot of quick little passes in the first half to get guys in space, and it worked. Yeah, Bruce had six catches for 43 yards, or so 7.2 yards. That's almost like that that middling between the slot receiver and a running back production. So. I don't think on any pass to him, Spencer threw the ball more than 10 yards, and most of them were horizontal throws. Yeah, Demas did have four catches for 61 yards before he got well, He was getting open. He was torching him, and he was wide open. I think Iowa would have made some adjustments. No, he would have definitely mattered, but I I just – when you lose 51 to 14, you can't – you can't say, well, if we would have had our star receiver, I just – I still think Iowa just a better team. I think they play this team 10 times, they win 10 times. And Maryland on that first touchdown, if I remember, converted a couple big third down plays, and that kind of played into it. It almost was like – it was fool's gold for them. It wasn't something they could continue to do is get into third and long and being able to give them credit for that one drive, but it wasn't something that they could sustain. Well, the drive that they scored on is what I fear. Just receivers getting open in space, the quarterback rolling out and getting in space and make throws on the run. It was impressive. They were, they had a couple where they threw right in between the linebackers and safeties and Merriweather was maybe late to getting, to the receiver on a couple and it worked, everything worked. And of course, like I said, the injury was significant, but one injury does not um, change a 51 to 14 game, especially once Iowa started running the ball, it was over. I mean, it was, you just knew then it was over. What do you think it's going to take to beat this Iowa team? Uh, Maybe a day where they have a couple costly turnovers, the inability to run and another team running the ball. I mean, what if Penn state comes in here next week and rushes for 160? Yeah. They've got some decent running backs. What if Iowa can't run the ball and they start pressuring Petrus? And uh, yeah, there is a definite formula to beat Iowa, and it's um, stopping the run. Do you think Penn State will load the box? I think so. I, I think you still have to make Iowa beat you with the pass. Yeah, and I think they think that their D backs can cover Iowa's guys one on one, but but no, there's turnovers are always big, but I still worry that Iowa's inability to run in a game or two is going to be devastating. That's, that's probably my biggest concern because then they won't have play action and Petrus can't do anything with his legs. He needs all that stuff working like he had tonight. Yeah. And I, it's going to be, I mean, this is a big, big, this is going to be a, if Penn state takes care of its business tomorrow, it's going to be a big week. I mean, you're talking two top five teams. What is it? Fox's big news. What do they call it? Big noon kickoff, I think, so with the um, 
I call him the uncomfortable Bob Stoops. He just looks he uncomfortable. Looks <laughs> well, he never gets to talk. He's always the fifth option. He's always the last guy they ask. And we got to listen to those two USC guys go on and on and on. And then the former Notre Dame clown. And, and then Stoops, they give him like 10 seconds to say something after those guys ramble. It's, I, do you think he does it a year from now? Probably not. He probably likes the paycheck. Well, I'm sure he does, but do you think he's coaching? I mean, some people still think that he could get the U.S. I don't. You think he wants the USC job? No. I don't know why he would at this stage. You know, I really don't. But no, that's gonna. You know, to, yeah. Next week is a big week for Iowa football. It's a chance to win a huge game on a big stage against a blue blood, and it's gonna be fun. And there's actually a chance. And and Scott Docterman mentioned this on our uh, on our uh, Thursday podcast, the hot spot. Um, he thinks there's a chance, and Doc is locked into this stuff. I don't pay as much attention to it. That that game day for ESPN and the Fox pregame show could both be with how big this game is. Two top five teams. I don't know what else the rest of the schedule is, but that would be. I mean, it separates them if they get into a brawl. Who's in that? Well, I mean, I don't, who's, I don't even know who's on. Is that Desmond Howard, Lee who, Corso? Who's Corso taking out? I mean. Um, he could put on Herky's head and then headbutt somebody. Maybe, maybe um, Tim Brando. <laughs> Tim Brando had a statement tonight that he said Tyler Goodson is one of many players that Iowa has from Georgia on its roster. Isn't he the only one? Um, is there another player from Georgia on the roster? No, the kid said for, the, the linebacker left for Troy. He was from yeah, Georgia. He said that Goodson is one of, you know, is part of the new success they're having in Georgia. Something to the effect that they, they have a lot. And I could not think of another player on the team from Georgia. Tim I mean, Brando. He's a great hit from Georgia. Tim Brando talks too much. He talks so much. And, and I, I get it. It's his job. But he talks so much that he often says things that are inaccurate. I, I noticed know. that last week. Yeah. He just makes mistakes. But he's been doing it for a long time. And. I even ignored him tonight. This was a fun game to win. It was also nice, too, late game where you just knew you didn't have to do a rewrite if Maryland – you just never felt like Maryland was coming back. Never did. Liberty got a win tonight, 56 to nothing over Mount Pleasant. West High won tonight. City West. High won last night. Who wins for night. Liberty? Solon yeah, no, won again. West well. Brand, all of our year prep sports teams won tonight. And then the Hawks won. Yeah, it couldn't get any better than that. You think, Notre a, Dame's gonna beat Cincinnati? you think Notre Dame's going to beat Cincinnati? I do. I sort of do, but what would not be surprised um, if they didn't. It'll be interesting to see. Cincinnati's got some good talent. They got a pretty good quarterback, and so that'll be – it'll just be fun being able to watch games and not have to, you know, worry about Iowa. It's almost like a bye week, sort of. Yep, you got Ole Miss and uh, Alabama. You got Arkansas and Georgia. There's some good games tomorrow. And I saved my plane ticket for – I mean – if this team goes to the playoff, Rob, that's multiple plane flights. Go. I mean, it's a if, long. It's a long way off. I'm not going there yet. I mean, <laughs> you think they're going to win at least? You think they're going to win at least? I I have them going ten and two now. I had them going nine and three, but they beat Iowa State. I had them winning all these other. I had them at this stage four and one going, but would be ten and two. Are you? What are you thinking? I mean, if they win next week, who knows? I mean, that's. If they can beat Penn State, you look at the rest of the teams on the schedule, unless Wisconsin gets its shit together on offense. Russell Wilson comes back. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it's going to take. Watch him go 11-0 and and lose at Nebraska. Could you imagine that? Uh, I, I was thinking about I it today. 
think about the offenses in the West right now, in the Big Ten West. Think about the team. Illinois' offense is a mess. Minnesota's a mess. Minnesota's is a mess. Um, Purdue's okay. I mean, they they scored nine points against Illinois. Yeah. No, the West is bad, and Iowa needs to take advantage of that. They really do. All right, man. Is there anything else we need to get to tonight before uh, – what you have for dinner? Um, steak and salmon on the grill. And that, it made me – I had four beers. Now I'm sleepy and tired, and I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to go to bed just counting Hawkeye victories in my head. Yeah. And that'll be a fun trip home. They're probably already home. They're probably already on the road. I heard they wanted to get out of there. Tyler's doing – he's getting quotes for us, us right or for me right now. But he claims that they were having a Zoom, but I don't know. They wouldn't do a Zoom and have players – available there would they do both he texted me uh how long have they been taking to post these videos so i don't know if there is a zoom i think he's waiting for the videos that they that they sent to us oh. but that could be one o'clock in the morning if they try well, if get it gets too late I'll, t- I'm, I'll call him after this and i'm, I'm not gonna he had he worked like 14 hours a day we can always load him tomorrow i don't think anyone's reading at 11 15 do you no, they're everybody right now is just waiting for this podcast to drop. I'm sure they are. They're drinking beer and waiting for this podcast to get posted. So, all right, well, it's been fun. Nice win for Iowa, and we'll see what happens next week. And we may do another one of these these at some point in the season. Who knows? But this is the one we're going to. We're at the stadium. We can always go into one of those extra rooms, but you're usually down on the field when the game ends. Yeah. Photos, but I guess you, you could come up. Yeah, we'll see. If they keep winning, maybe we'll keep doing them. This was fun. All right, man. Have a good night. Thanks, everybody, for listening. See ya.